0: Second chances for Sora by Whose Liner at fanfiction.net Finding Trouble in All The Right Places.
1: The Sora. I'm not sure how much more of this I can take. Give
2: me a break, Ty. Are you a man or not? You better pick up the pace or your name's mud. In a second, you can name me dead, because this jogging is killing me. Alright, let's take a break for a second.
0: (sighs) Ty eyed Sora rather suspiciously, partially from what had transpired the night before. Seeing Sora's face for that brief instant on his computer screen had really freaked him out. Additionally, he found himself mentally questioning the origin of where she got all this near limitless supply of energy. But then again, it was before 7 in the morning. Ty could have been just overreacting this time around.
2: Listen, Ty. The final soccer match to win the title is in just a few days. Three, to be exact. We gotta be ready and willing to take them down.
1: I suppose next you're gonna tell me that this is war.
2: Well, I wouldn't go that far. But? But you said yourself that these guys are absolute terrors on the field. They shoot first and ask questions later. (sighs)
1: Something like that.
2: Come on, wimp! This is the third time you've stopped! We still have a ways to go before we're ready!
1: You really got your heart set on this, huh?
2: Well, it's not just that, Ty. Aside from the last soccer match the two of us were in, I... Uh, what? Well, back when I was on the girls' soccer team, we also made it to the finals, and they were really depending on me. But when Mom stopped me from playing, They lost the match without me to help them. I vowed never to let that happen again, no matter what.
1: I remember now. I found you... dripping
0: wet. Four years ago.
3: Yes, yes, I understand. I'll keep my eyes open, but let's hope you can get a hold of her soon. It looks like rain. Ty, thank goodness! The rain was just starting up. So, how did Sora's soccer game go?
1: Actually, she wasn't there. She didn't show up for the entire game, and her team lost to boot.
3: She wasn't there? But I just talked to her mother over the phone. She said that Sora ran off to the game anyway.
1: Well, she still didn't show up. Right after the game was over, I ran off to find her.
3: Oh dear. Then where is Sora?
1: I don't know, but I'm gonna find out.
3: Ty, just where do you think you're going?
1: Where else? I'm going out to find Sora.
3: But sweetie, it's really starting to come down. Sora could be out there all drenched.
1: All the more reason to find her.
0: Ty has been searching the street for almost 15 minutes though it seemed like forever to him. He was tired of running, but at least he could keep dry, thanks to the giant umbrella he was using. Ty had gone pretty far, but he wasn't about to give up. It was as if some higher power was almost forcibly drawing him out there and compelling him to stay outdoors until he found who he was looking for. And just then, Tai found her. Originally, Tai had expected to find Sora sitting on a bench or a rock, but she was walking instead. Drenched by the rain, covered in flood from the sky, soaked in tears from the heavens, which only served to amplify her own. Where she was walking to, she didn't know, nor did she care. All that was going through her mind She just had to keep moving. Sora! Sora didn't turn her head. She either didn't hear him or didn't care to listen. Ty never liked forcing himself on someone, but his curiosity had gotten the better of him. He rushed up to his best friend from behind and turned her to face him. Sora didn't even try to fight him off. Yet another bad sign. Tai felt a shiver up his spine as she stared back at him with a hollow look in her eyes. Then the questions came. Tai babbled at least a dozen questions. They were spilling out of his mouth faster than he could think them up. So many of the questions repeated themselves. Sora had felt so traumatized from the occurrences a couple hours before. Even if this mental status was only temporary, Sora already acknowledged in the back of her mind that this was something that would embed himself into her mind, and this memory could never hope to be removed, no matter how hard she tried to pull it out. Mrs. Kamiya was truly at a loss for words when Ty brought Sora back to his apartment. Ty's mother called up Sora's mom and told her that her daughter was safe and sound. Since it had already gotten late, Mrs. Kamiya thought it might be best for Sora to spend a night. The girl's soccer uniform was soaked from the rain, so Mrs. Kamiya took it to be washed while Sora engaged in a hot bath. The 11-year-old girl didn't say anything, nor did she display much motion. Purely out of concern, Ty peeked in to get a good look at Sora's face. It was the same when he found her. Still a blank slate. Sora had a set of clean clothes in her soccer bag, but she decided to save those for tomorrow, so she borrowed some of Ty's clothes to sleep in. Still feeling sorry for her, Ty let her sleep in his bed. By now, The Kamiya family was just starting to have dinner, but Sora was too tired and depressed to eat. Still, Tai stepped into his room and brought Sora a tray of warm soup to have. She had already gotten under the covers of Tai's bed, but it seemed she wanted to get something into her system. Tai watched with some surprise as Sora consumed her soup rather quickly, but at the same time, she kept being quiet, not once leaving her side while she ate. Ty asked about three or four times what was wrong, but Sora was as silent as ever. He scratched his head and adjusted the goggles still fastened around his head and sighed. Sora silently handed Ty back the Trey and he turned to go, but just then... Ty... Sora... What's wrong?
2: Oh, Ty.
0: (laughs) Later, Sora would reveal everything that had occurred from her point of view. But for now, a pair of arms to hold and keep her safe in her small pocket of the universe was all that Sora needed for now.
1: Sorry, Sora. I guess I forgot. Until we got paired up on the same soccer team, you never won a championship title before.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I was so close to winning. So close, and yet so far. Whoa, hey! I mean, uh, Ty. Excuse me, I-
1: What's wrong, Sora?
2: Hey, we sh- shouldn't be getting all mushy while we're training.
1: <laughs> I don't care.
0: Uh... Sore realized that she was just talking nonsense and decided to give in. She closed her eyes as well and smiled as she held on to Ty's arms, which were firmly wrapped around her like a ribbon.
3: <sighs> mm.
0: Sora and Tai parted soon thereafter and agreed on when they should meet up back at Tai's apartment. Unfortunately, Sora was running low on clean clothes to wear, so she decided to quickly jog back to her old home and borrow some more. Afterwards, she would head back to Mimi's and chill until the afternoon, which was when Tai and Sora would hold their sleepover. It was still pretty early in the morning when Sora got back to her old apartment, and Mrs. Takenouchi had gotten out of bed barely in a half hour ago. Sora, her first child, was already in the kitchen, and her mother was pleased to see that her daughter had already made some coffee.
2: Up early too, huh? Yep. I'll get it, Mom.
0: Uh. Oh,
2: he- hello, dear.
1: I wasn't expecting to see you here this early.
0: Well, it did come as a surprise for both Sor and Mrs. Takenouchi that the former's double was dressed to go out while there in their pajamas and bathrobe, respectively. Apparently, this Sor was a real early bird. But then again... She recalled that Sora used to be an early bird when she was a few years younger. Guess old habits die hard. Or not at all. Especially if you're the mother of a double of your only daughter who spent the last four years on her own without any help or human contact. Boy, what a mind job.
2: I wasn't expecting to see you at all. Oh, honey, don't tease now. So, what brings you here? Well, I was just, uh, going to spend the night at Ty's. You know, a sleepover. And I just wanted to know if I could borrow some of your clothes, sis. Uh, Haven't you borrowed enough from me? (laughs) Jeez, what bug flew up your pants and bit you? (laughs) So, what do you want? A dress? high heel shoes? Jewelry and makeup? Yeah, right. I'd sooner jump out a window than wear that stuff. (laughs) Actually, I just needed a few more pairs of socks, undergarments, jeans, t-shirts... Oh, I have plenty more pairs of those that I don't need. Really? Really. I keep a few pairs for myself, but I wear skirts and dresses more often, especially since I go out on dates with Matt. So, anyway... If you want them, then they're all yours. Mom said that she'd just give them away if I didn't wear them. She didn't want to see them go to waste. Oh, well, thanks. Hey, speaking of Matt, he has a band now, right? That's right, the Teenage Wolves. Interesting. Are they any good? Check them out and see for yourself. They practice at that big abandoned warehouse just outside of town. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen it. Did we forget something? Um, no. But, but what? Well, I, you don't really like me, do you?
0: Sora looked at her double with wide eyes. She was amazed that she asked her this question. But at the same time, her brain was still trying to grasp the idea that she was literally talking to herself. There was also no doubt in her mind that sore was also thinking these same thoughts.
2: <sighs> well, I'll say this much. I'd be lying if I said I hated you. But I gotta admit, you're not exactly my favorite right now. And you're definitely a few notches away from... Well, just don't go there. Is... is Tai everything? You know, everything you expected? If you mean romantically, then yeah, everything and more. You're really lucky to have each other. From the way he was acting when he visited me for the first time at Mimi's, I'd say I arrived in the nick of time. You know, he told me that he'd almost given up hope on you. It's refreshing to know that at least one of us didn't. What's that supposed to mean? Gee, and here I thought you lost half of your brain. Prove me wrong and figure it out for yourself. Huh? You broke Ty's heart. Tai Kamiya, you're... our best friend! Hey, he had his opportunity. Yeah, right. How do you figure? You didn't even give him a chance. I did too. I waited for him for four years, and what did it get me? Nothing but heartbreak, pain, impatience, and frustration. I dropped several subtle or obvious hints as to how I felt, and the best response I got was that of a grain of sand. Heartbreak? I find it hard to believe that you even know the meaning of the word. Whatever kind of hints you gave Tai, did you ever stop to think that a simple I love you would be more than enough to catch his attention? I can't believe she's right. It's true. During that time, I tried to express how I felt to Tai in so many ways, except for the direct approach. Why did I not think of that? I feel a bit ashamed, but I can't show it to my sis. Even when he and I are together, I can feel his pain. And that's just for starters. You hurt a lot of other people too. Hey, now that's going too far. Is it? Ever think about how Tai's pain affected his sister, Kari? Or how much that made TK worry? How about Mimi as well? Mimi? What the heck does she have to do with all this? I'll say it again, idiot. You're supposed to be smart. Figure it out. Look, you just... you just don't understand. What happened between me and Ty was complicated. Oh, I understand, alright. You don't have your way with Ty, so you just decide that the only way to get him back is with downright revenge. Cutting yourself off from him as much as possible. Stop! You're twisting around the truth! So you don't deny it? I... I... Well... Leave me alone! Just... Just go! Go already, will you? You know, I'm almost surprised that Tai still considers you one of his buddies. You ought to be ashamed to call yourself his friend. By the way, what? I deserve this crust of love more than you. One more thing, we may be the same person, But I'm more Sora Takenuchi than you'll ever be! I guess it was a little hard on Sis. But she can't continue this way. She's gotta respect other people's feelings.
4: (gasps) Need a lift, sweetheart?
2: Hmm.
5: Okay, guys, that's enough for now. Let's take a break.
0: Hey. What's up? Uh, not to break your concentration, but your girlfriend's here. Huh? She is.
5: Oh, r- right My-my girlfriend.
0: Uh, thanks. Sora looked at her red watch for the fifth time since she got to the warehouse. Then she looked back at the parked car with her father at the wheel. She held up her hand to indicate that she only needed five minutes. Mister Takanouchi, who drove her there, understood and nodded.
5: <sighs> um, Sora, what, uh, what are you, uh, doing here?
2: My sister sort of told me about you and your band, so I just came to say hello.
5: And that's it?
2: Actually, no. I, uh, wanted to apologize.
5: For what?
2: Well, for the way I acted when you hugged me, you know? I didn't mean to be so cold when I pushed you away.
5: Oh, is that all? Well, don't even give it another thought. That's behind me now.
2: I just thought it would be polite to apologize anyway.
5: I see. Thanks all the same. Besides, it's written all over your face that you're not romantically interested in me.
2: Yeah, Ty's the one I care most about.
5: Well, I for one am really glad to see that you two got together. You two are practically made for each other.
2: No argument there, but things aren't going as smoothly as they could be.
5: How so?
2: First, Tai's mom thinks that I'm cheating on you. Sora!
5: How could you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And second, well... Everyone thinks that Ty and I were meant for each other. But I'm afraid my sister doesn't agree.
5: Hmm... I can't wait for that date tonight. It is definitely time for a little chat with her.
2: You know, everyone I meet seems to think that I'm just some copy of Sora, but I'm not.
5: Well, hey, I certainly don't see you that way.
2: Oh, come on, Matt. Can you honestly look at me and say that?
5: Okay, okay, you got me. I'll admit. Some part of me only sees you as, as, well, a copy.
2: Man, if people keep calling me that, I might really take offense to that word. Anyway, I'm not a copy. I'm my own person. I may look like Sora, sound like her, and have her memories, but I'm, I'm more.
3: Hmm.
5: It sounds like you're, uh... Trying to prove that... you're not Sora.
2: What? Oh, no! I, uh, I didn't mean it like that. (laughs) Uh, no, um, what I meant was... Yeah? It's just that, well, I want to be recognized as an individual, you know? Uh... Wanna let me in on the joke? (laughs)
5: Nothing. You just reminded me of, well, her, when you acted like that.
2: I rest my case.
5: Ah, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant that you looked really cute when you did that.
2: Don't even try, Matt. Huh? You may have romanticized my sister that way, but I already have a terrific boyfriend.
5: H- hey Wait a second!
2: I-I wasn't trying to-to... Anything you say. It's clear that you're not the same cold, lone wolf kit that I remember. But let's get one thing clear.
5: So... what now?
2: When it comes to you and my sister, do whatever you want, okay? That's your business. But try that charm on me?
5: And...
2: I'll make it simple. Keep your paws to yourself.
5: Uh Uh-huh.
4: So what was that all about?
2: Oh, let's just say that I was setting up some ground rules with Matt.
4: So, where now?
2: Can you drop me off at Mimi's place? I'm gonna chill there for a few hours and then head over to Ty's for a sleepover.
4: You sure think, sweetheart? But do you mind if I stop off at the store? I need to pick up a few things for dinner tonight.
2: Go ahead. I'm in no rush.
4: You know, sir. your mom still wishes they could come up to live with us.
2: I... I know. I'm just not ready yet.
4: Well, don't worry. I talked it over with her, and I think she understands. But... She still misses you.
2: But how could she have possibly missed me? Up until a little while ago, she had no idea that I even existed.
4: Well, you see, when your mother and I got married, we really wanted kids. And? You see, your mother and I tried to have children, but we didn't have much luck. I was very disappointed, finally after a few years, You were born. She may have never shown it, but she was extremely protective of you. Wanted to make sure, one way or another, she would never lose you.
2: Um, go on.
4: Anyway, after her first child, your mom felt that she couldn't deal with the possibility that she might never have another kid. But when you came to visit us, she told me in private that she was overjoyed that we now have two daughters. Okay. And the reason she got so eager to meet you was that, well, somehow she knew you'd be pretty different from our other daughter. And she told me that she felt it was really important to treat you fairly, but not just as a double of our kid, but as an individual.
2: never imagined mom getting described like that. She wanted children that badly? And here I thought she was my worst nightmare come to life.
0: Not much was said from either Sora or her dad the rest of the time they were at the store but the conversation picked back up inside the car, as well as the mood of the talking, especially since they began to chat about Sora's relationship with Tai. Within minutes, Mr. Takanochi dropped off Sora at Mimi's apartment. Sora said goodbye to her dad, and she even let him kiss her goodbye on the forehead before she exited the car. The next few hours passed by pretty fast for Sora, and before she knew it, she was already at Tai's house having dinner with the Kamiya family. She was welcomed with open arms by all of them, and even their pet cat, Miko. So much was said during the meal. Although the conversation seemed pretty normal, it would take a miracle to read in between and behind what was being said. That is, to differentiate between what was being said and what was really being said. After dinner, Sora volunteered to help Kari and Mr. Kamiya with the dishes. Tai's mom was going to help too, but before she did, she took Tai aside to talk to him.
3: Tai, listen. I've seen the way you and Sora have been acting around each other, and it worries me.
1: Mom, what are you talking about?
3: The way Sora's been behaving towards you. I. Well. I. I'm just very concerned. Now, first of all, I know that Sora loves you very much. Don't. don't try to deny it, sweetie. But I have to ask you something, and I think you know what it is. Ty, are you and Sora. Seeing each other? I mean, behind Matt's back?
1: No, we aren't, Mom. And believe me, that is the truth.
3: All right. I trust you and Sora.
1: Look, if you really need an explanation, then just call up Sora's mom. She'll explain everything to you.
3: Okay, honey. I just don't want to see you doing the wrong thing.
0: In another apartment building, Izzy Izumi... The digi of knowledge still had his eyes glued to his yellow laptop. On occasion, the signal inside Enemon's pyramid that he was searching for would appear only for a brief moment, and then it would be gone. The only difference this time was that the signal wasn't going away. In fact, the energy signal began to grow, almost as if it was calling out to Izzy. Who found this all very strange? It almost seemed like the signal had a mind of its own and wanted to be investigated. This time, Izzy and the signal were present at the same time and staring at each other. But after so many hours well, maybe not hours of slipping in and out of consciousness in front of his laptop, he was determined not to let the signal slip through his fingers so easily this time around. Izzy began typing furiously on a laptop's built-in keyboard and set up a program to record the patterns and fluctuations that the energy signature was emitting. The teenage boy smiled confidently, thinking that it wouldn't be long now before this case would be cracked.
6: Gotcha now.
3: Hey, where's Sora? Hmm,
6: that's strange. She was just here.
1: Maybe she's in my room. Why is she sitting here near my computer? And why is she looking like as if she doesn't see anything? I don't know. I feel it may have been a trick of the light, but something's wrong. I don't know what... Ty, honey? Yeah, Mom?
3: Tell Sora to come get her dessert.
2: <gasps> S- something wrong, Ty? Um,
1: no. My mom just wanted to tell you that dessert's ready.
2: Oh, great. Ice cream? Yep. Awesome. I'm there.
0: <sighs> Man,
1: what is up with her?
0: After dessert, Ty's parents decided to turn in early and Kari went back to her room to chat with TK over the internet. The two remaining individuals decided to stay up like they used to, and play games and watching late-night movies on the television.
2: Uh, This is a lousy movie, Ty. Turn it off, will ya?
1: Sure, but why?
2: Well, everyone else is gone. We got some real privacy now.
1: I can see our Sleepover's been real different from now on. <laughs> hey Sora, is that your crest?
2: Huh? Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Can I see it? Sure. Wow.
2: Wow? It's
1: just that... I haven't seen the crest in a long time.
0: Sora was pretty curious at what Tai meant, so their conversation turned to their adventures in the digital world. Similar to their first date, Sora was informed about just how much she missed while she traveled the digital world by herself. Only Tai went more in-depth this time, including his little sister becoming the digi of Light and the temporary loss of their crests during their final battle in the digital world against the mighty Apoclymon. Tai was a little afraid that the topic they were discussing had drifted far from the little romantic mood that Sora had in mind. But apparently, she didn't seem to care much. In fact, she seemed very interested in what Tai had to say. She became extremely interested when Tai noted how powerful their crests proved to be, and how they had the power to digivolve their Digimon even further into their ultimate forms.
2: Well, looks like I'm going to have to teach Bertram on some new tricks. I hope she digivolves into something awesome.
1: Oh, I don't think you got to worry about that. Hey, just out of curiosity, Sora, has your crest ever glowed? Glowed? Yeah, that's a sure sign that your champion, level Digimon, is ready to digivolve again. So, has it ever glowed?
2: Um, actually, no.
1: Oh, sorry. Let me guess, you're worried that possibly it's because you're not sure if you really know what love is, right?
2: (gasps) How? How did you...
1: Well, truth be told, your sister went through the very same thing about
0: four years ago. She was really upset about it. Sora started to think about her past conversation with Sore, and Sora remembered how she said that her sister wasn't at all deserving of the Crest of Love. Sora meant it when she said that she was worthier of it than Sore would ever be, and in due time, she would do her best to prove it.
2: I'm no crybaby. Bertramon will digivolve when the time is right, and hopefully when it counts.
1: You're certainly handling this better than your sister was.
2: Yep, I can be patient. So what? My crest just turned out to be a late bloomer.
1: Yeah... Unless... It's not a real crest.
5: And all I meant was one. Just one more go. And the dude couldn't believe it. What a slacker. <laughs> Bring you?
2: What what?
5: I asked if I was boring you.
2: I oh uh...
5: I mean, you've almost been demanding that we have a nice peaceful dinner date for a while. And now that we're finally here, you zone out on me?
2: Oh, I I'm really sorry, Matt. I have, uh, other things on my mind.
5: Well, that much was obvious.
2: I'm sorry. You're really sweet to listen to me and take me home to this nice place for dinner. I'm also sorry that I'm not being better company.
0: Sore tried her hardest to enjoy the rest of her dinner and did her best to talk with Matt and to try not to think about Ty and Sora, but it wasn't easy. Matt, however, was a little more sympathetic and told her to freely speak her mind. Matt? Yeah, Sor,
2: Am I... different? What do you mean? Do I seem, you know, different?
5: Nah, you've always been the same.
2: Oh, come on, Matt. Can you honestly look at me and say that?
5: Okay, Sor, the truth is that you have changed. A lot. How? Well, let's see. Mm hmm. Well, you're older. You, uh, you're pretty popular in school. You get along much better with your parents than you used to. Um, you're more into wearing makeup, jewelry, and dresses. You stopped playing soccer and switched over to tennis. You hang more out with those girl groupies of yours than the Digi-Destined, and... And? And, uh... Jeez, this is hard to say. And you're in love with me, and not with Ty. I mean, let's face it, Sore. You and Ty had more compatibility than any two kids I've ever seen. And you've changed considerably. No offense, but I'm surprised that Ty still recognizes you. At times, you seem like a completely different person.
2: Maybe Matt's right. All signs have been pointing to this. Maybe the problem's not with Ty or my sister. Maybe it's me. Thanks, Matt. You've really been a big help through all this and I'm sorry again for being such a pain, to you and everyone else. It's cool, (sighs) Sore. How do you put up with me?
5: (sighs) Believe me, it ain't easy. That's for sure. (laughs) 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 One sec. Yeah, this is Matt. Oh, hi. Yeah. No, no. Sore and I are just having some dinner. Uh, huh? You, you did? You what? When? And where did... Tomorrow? Around the morning? You bet. And what about... Yes, but... Everyone? Oh, right. Okay, then. Yeah, you can bet we'll be there. Okay, later. You too, bye.
2: Who was that, Matt? That conversation sounded pretty serious.
5: More than you think, Sor. That was Izzy.
2: Oh, what did he have to say?
5: Brace yourself, Sor. He had some pretty heavy news.
1: Kamiya Residence.
6: Hello, Ty? This
1: is Izzy. Yeah? What's going on?
6: I'm sorry to call you up this late, but what I have to say couldn't wait.
1: (laughs) You got my attention.
6: Listen carefully. The energy signal I picked up in the digital world is back. And this time it isn't fading. I'm going to round up the others and schedule a visit back to Edamon's old home. Make sure to bring along the other Sora as well. Why? Because there's also a chance that the old computers have files on them that can truly explain where Sora came from. Or, well, this one, I mean.
1: Ah, I see. So you think that the signal is coming from the Pyramid's computer?
6: Possibly. Do you understand how crucial this is? This could be Sora's chance to have all her questions answered.
1: Yeah, I got it. Maybe I can have my questions answered, too. What was that? Nothing, just thinking out loud. Anyway, when do you want us there?
6: Tomorrow. Early. Make sure you tell Kari, too.
1: Oh, don't worry about that. I will. Okay.
6: Anyway, I'll call you in the morning for the details.
1: Great. Thanks, Izzy. Good night.
6: Good night, Ty.
2: Who is that, Ty? That conversation sounded serious.
1: More than you might think, Sora. That was Izzy.
2: Oh? What did he have to say?
1: He wants us to join him to go back to Edamon's pyramid tomorrow. He said something about its computer and its data files. It might have some info on where you actually came from. Really? Really? And everyone else will be there. I see. Yep, yeah, he wants us there bright and early, or something like that.
2: Perfect. What was that? I said that'll be perfect. Maybe I'll get to see Bioman.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe. Excuse me for a sec, I gotta tell Kari.
2: Sure. Mm. 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 Hey, don't be gone too long. Otherwise, I'll have to take my half of this sleep over someone else.
1: If you do, make sure it's not to wherever Matt is.
2: Never happening. Now go on.
0: After Ty went to his room to tell Kari about the call from Izzy, Sora smiled to herself. Her eyes narrowed as she seemed to glare at the door that had been opened and closed by the boy who had just entered through it.
2: This little expedition may be more complicated than you think, Ty. But then, you haven't always thought ahead the whole way, have you? Tomorrow may turn out to be quite a day.
0: It's finally time for all the questions to be answered. Is Sora what she appears to be? Will this affect Tai's relationship to her? And who has emerged from beyond the grave? Find out in the next episode of Second Chances for Sora. Digimon is copyright, Namco Bandai, and Toei Animation. Second Chances for Sora is a fan fiction story written by Steven Lester. AKA Who's Liner at fanfiction.net. Luis Ernesto Rojas Gonzalez, aka LG65, are the narrator and the teenage wolves bassist. Scott Terry, aka North Star, is Ty Kamiya. Seth Jones, aka TX Prince Harry, is Matt Ishida. Miyu Azumane are Sora Takenouchi and Sora, and Echo is Kari Kamiya, Jay Ward aka Kori Suo, is Izzy Izumi, Elkar is Mrs. Toshiko Takanoji, Ari aka Blue Wisp is Mrs. Yuko Kamiya, and Nicholas service aka Zervi is Mr. Haruhiko Takanoji. Music instrumentals used were... The Resurrection of Mephilus and Mephilus Whisper by Hideaki Kobayashi, Unavoidable Moon by Naoya Sakamada, and Love and Hate by Nicholas Jude. Movie clip used is from the video game Yakuza 0. Yakuza 0 is copyright Sega Ryuga Gotaku Studio. Songs that played in this episode are God is a Woman. Performed by Ariana Grande Written by Ariana Grande, Ilya Salmanzada, Savan Kotecha, Max Martin, and Rickard Goronson From the album Sweetener Copyright 2018, Republic Records Wolves in Wolves Clothing Performed by NoFX Written by Fat Mike From the album Wolves in Wolves Clothing Copyright 2006, Fat Records. Chords. Main theme is Bleeding Words, performed by Mobile. Written by Christian Crick and Matt Jolie. From the album Tomorrow Starts Today. Copyright 2006, Interscope Records. The end theme is His World, Sonic's theme. Performed by Ali Tabatabi and Maddie Lewis of Zebrahead, written by Ali Tabatabi, Johnny Gillelli and Tomoya Otani. From the soundtrack, Sonic the Hedgehog, 2006. Copyright 2006, Wavemaster Entertainment Japan. This audio drama is copyright 2008-2010, 2020-2021, Legendary Guitar Production. No!